Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today, we are going to the U.S. Virgin Islands. We're going to talk about St. Thomas, St. John, St. Croix. I have some informa uh, information that I researched about the U.S. Virgin Islands, and then in about five minutes, we are going to call our co-host, Peter DeFeo, who's a world traveler, and he will talk about his real-life experience in the U.S. Virgin Islands, and he just so happens to be going there this weekend. All right, let's get started. Uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands have not always been ruled by the U.S. Uh, U.S. citizens do not need a passport. Unlike the U.S., they drive on the left side of the road. That's a big deal. Uh, Christopher Columbus named them. Uh, they do not use exact addresses. So if you live in the U.S. Virgin Islands, you will, uh, you will have a description instead of an address. Uh, the United States paid $25 million in gold for them. Uh, one thing I want to just get across, the U.S. Virgin Islands uh, are owned by the U.S. Their president is our president. Uh, the money they use is U.S. money. Uh, it's the same thing as being in the U.S. Uh, they are 737 square miles, uh, which is double the size of Washington, D.C., they have been a popular shopping destination since 1607. That's a, that's a pretty good accomplishment. They have the second oldest synagogue in the Western Hemisphere. 75% are descendants of African ancestry. And here's the thing. I, uh, my first talking point was that they haven't always been ruled by the United States, and that is because they were ruled by the Danish for almost 300 years, uh, which is interesting. The U.S. has started, what happened was the United States started making inquiries about owning the U.S. Virgin Islands all the way back in 1863. And then they finally were able to uh, get the islands under United States rule in 1917. But they started trying to get into the islands in 1863 uh, because the islands were a strategic military location, and that is what the biggest interest for the U.S. Uh, was. There are approximately 4,600 hotel rooms in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They had 667,000 tourists in the year 2009, I thought that was kind of a low number. If you guys are regular listeners to this show, we have given you numbers of tourism that were astronomical. I thought that was kind of low, uh, 667,000 as of in 2009. They used the United States dollar, so you don't have to worry about switching your currency. And major credit cards are accepted just about everywhere. Uh, the legal system also is based on U.S. laws. So this is one of the tropical paradises you can visit, and you don't have to worry about any, uh, you know, bizarre laws 
the the United States laws are active in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Here's what I thought was interesting. The literacy rate for the citizens of the U.S. Virgin Islands is between 90 and 95 percent, which is pretty good. Uh, In 2004, they had an unemployment rate of 6.2 percent. And if you're asking yourself where exactly is the U- are the U.S. Virgin Islands, they are east of Puerto Rico. And I'm going to give you a little personal side for myself. When I graduated high school, I went on a trip to the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. We went to St. John, uh, St. Thomas, St. Croix. We went to Martinique, and we actually boarded our cruise in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So a lot of you probably are doing the same thing. Keep in mind that the U.S. Virgin Islands are one of the top destinations of travelers in in uh, in the wintertime. That's why we're doing this show. So if you're wondering why are we covering the U.S. Virgin Islands, it is because the U.S. Virgin Islands are one of the top tourist attractions in the winter months. Uh, it's a tropical climate. Now, let's give a call to our co-host and world traveler, uh, Peter DeFeo. Keep in mind, this show is done on my home equipment, so everything is not as smooth as our other show, Dining on a Dime, because it's done on my home equipment. So Peter might not answer the phone. We'll see. <laughs> All right. We're calling Peter DeFeo, co-host. World Traveler. And let's see if we can get him on the phone. Peter, welcome. You're alive on the air. Let's talk about the U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, my. They are awesome. They are awesome. Uh, Of course, the main island, uh, St. Thomas, is where all the uh, major activity is. Uh, But let's... uh, we fly to St. Thomas, and um, let's take the boat over to St. Croix. Uh, St. Croix has a great golf course. And it's a small island. There's one road down it. Uh, it goes from one end of St. Croix to another. Um, it is a. Uh, it goes through a rainforest and then through a desert. Um, there's a. Uh, it seems like the island of St. Croix has. Uh, where the city is, it's very green, very tropical, and then you you head for this hill, and you go up over the hill, and when, when you're going up over the hill, it is very tropical, rainforest type thing, uh, you know, with uh, all sorts of vines hanging down, and just just like you would see in any rainforest in any uh, tropical area. Um, my uh, one of my trips there, uh, we took a, a four wheeler. And uh, we left the main town. We wanted to see what the, what the whole island was about. And uh, Marie and I went into the rainforest, up and through the rainforest. Then things open up when you get to the top of the hill. Make a, a slight left, go down the hill. And now you're looking at a desert uh, that opens up to a, to a uh, the ocean. And it's, it's a small peninsula. And you, uh, we drove down to the end of the peninsula, turned around and came back. And as we're coming back up the hill, the uh, uh, I, I felt like I had to stop the vehicle. 
and uh, I stopped the vehicle maybe 15, 20 feet from the top of the hill. I said, I don't know, something's wrong. And I walked up to the top of the hill, and evidently when we came over that hill, there aren't many cars or any vehicles that go over that hill. Uh, from the rain the night before, the whole embankment was gone, and there was like a 200-foot drop. And like, oh, my God, we could have been killed, you know. Right. So, yeah, it was, it was really uh, quite an experience. Uh, but uh, if you play golf, it's a place to go. Um, if there was a killing there, oh, God, I don't know. 30, 40 years ago, and, and put a bad taste in my mouth. I just, oh, wow. I, I, I never stayed in St. In, uh, Croix. Now, St. Thomas itself is, is uh, a big island, and uh, it has coves, and it has an east end and a west end, and there's activity, all sorts of activity going on everywhere. Uh, I've stayed at a couple places there. Uh, one is called, I'll start out with the smallest one, uh, the Green Guana hotel it's it's about a, about 10 rooms and and the owner lives there and runs it it's just like you're living in her house but it has all sorts of tropical animals tropical plants uh you feel like you're, you're living in the middle of, of a tropical area um uh, it's on the side of a hill and it's it's a distance uh, quite a distance from the beach it's it's inexpensive uh but it's very uh, reminiscent of the community itself of the uh, of the Virgin Islands, uh, you know, to, it's uh, it's probably the most one of the most inexpensive places. And when you, when you call, you talk to the owner herself who runs who runs the place. She'll set up a reservation for you. I, I, re- I recommend reservations in advance. Now, if you want to go the other way, uh, you could go to the. Um, 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 to the other end of the aisle, right on the right on the uh, uh, right on the beach, and uh, right right near the uh, uh, you know the uh, uh, Fort Christian, uh, which is uh, in the in the middle of uh, Charlotte area. Uh, the, uh, the the Crown Mountain is nice. Crown Mountain is is a high point. That overlooks all of uh, St. Thomas. Uh, you can see the, the view is beautiful. I recommend you going there just to see the view and get a feel of the whole island, uh, looking out into the uh, developed area of it and out into the ocean. Blackbeard's Castle. Uh, it's like a, a watchtower. Um, it's probably about 25 feet in diameter. It's a it's a, a you know, a drive-by, uh, you know, spend an hour or two there. Uh, it has little tiny uh, windows uh, where I guess they would shoot, you know, it was a, to protect them, and it, it would, uh, you know, they could have gunmen uh, looking out there to protect them if they were getting uh, attacked by somebody. And the, and the island's been attacked by a few people um, over the years. It's changed hands right now. Uh, America bought it, uh, I understand, uh, maybe a few years ago for like $25 million. Yep. And it's now part of America. Uh, the uh, It's no, no passport. In fact, if you have a visa to come to America, you can go to Virgin Islands. Uh, it's, it's actually 
even though it's not part of the mainland of America, it is it is American. And it's a, yeah, that, that is a, that is a nice thing. Um, uh, the flights uh, you get flights uh, as low as uh, forty fifty dollars. Wow. Uh, you, you know, but, but off season you have to you know book them in advance. Uh, there's uh, you know of course you could spend as much as two hundred fifty dollars for a flight down there. And how long does a flight take? It takes from Philadelphia. It takes about four hours. Okay. To get down there, uh, the uh, we're we're leaving tomorrow morning, uh, eight o'clock. The American Airlines flights uh, leave every day at around eight o'clock in the morning, so uh, you know you're there by noon time. Uh, the uh, uh, you, you know the East End is near the ferry, and uh, the uh, uh, areas where you have. Uh, uh, all sorts of uh, activity, all sorts of hotels, big hotels with uh, major activity. The uh, Emerald Beach Hotel is right on the beach. It's, uh, you know, fr- from the door of the Emerald Beach, I say it's no more than a block or so to the water. water. I did some scoop diving on there. It was okay. It, it, uh, it wasn't as, as good as uh, Haiti. Uh, but of course, you had a lot of industry uh, all around this island. Um, and, uh, well, uh, all these tropical islands, you can scuba dive. There's there's all sorts of reefs and all, uh, and there's always you know tropical fish. Uh, if that's your thing, if, if you snorkel or scuba dive, uh, the uh, East End Ferry can take you over to. St. John, which uh, first time I went over to St. John, there was nothing there. Uh, but now they're start they're building some real high end hotels, very expensive uh, area, uh, exclusively for uh, millionaires, billionaires. Uh, I don't recommend going there, <laughs> you know, right. for the average person. Uh, I recommend staying right in in the St. Thomas area. Uh, the uh, dancing at night. I love to dance. And uh, they have all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, ritual dancing. They, they like to show you their ritual dancing, uh, reggae-type dancing. Uh, they have no ballroom dancing, no jitterbug, uh, wow. which, is, which is my basic you know, situation. But they, it's interesting, the ritual dancing and uh, the native-type dancing that happens in these hotels, and all the hotels have like a loud band, uh, you know, blasting away with all sorts of crazy uh, dancing and all. Probably some people think it's mostly for the young people, but I've been a dancer since I was three, four years old, and uh, I, I love, I love dancing around. Uh, I don't care how old they, how old I am, you know. Right. Uh, gambling. Uh, the past three years, they brought gambling. Into uh, into the island, and uh, they have slot machines. Even in St. Croix, they have slot machines uh, all over the place. So gambling has become a uh, another industry in the islands. If you want to spend your time on a slot machine, you know, pulling a lever and hoping you know you get something different going on, they do have areas where uh, 
where you can do that, where you can gamble. Um, and you, you know, that's personal choice. Um, so, uh, you know, I, uh, um, probably the most uh, family-oriented, uh, if, you're, if you're taking your family down, and uh, most uh, more comfortable type of situation is the Emerald Beach, uh, because it's right on the beach. Uh, you don't have to spend, you know, don't have to get transportation to it. You don't have to spend hours going back. And 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 if your children are teenagers, they can go back and forth on their own uh, in, into those areas. Um, the uh, East End is, you know, one thing, but. But then on the uh, on the other end, uh, you have uh, a uh, you, you have what they call uh, markets, uh, where you could where you could buy different types of food, uh, where you could shop in their in the local markets, and you can eat the type of food they have. Uh, what type of food do they have? What type of of uh, vegetables? And, and they have all sorts of stuff, uh, starting out with coconuts. Avocado, avocados, bananas, everything you would think of. But here's something that's really different. Sea grapes. Did you ever hear of a sea grape? No. It, it looks just like a grape. Actually, red ones and green ones grow on the same vine, on the same, like a stick, more, more than a vine. And uh, they have the texture of a grape, uh, look of a grape and the texture of a grape in the mouth. Uh, Marie thought it was sour. I thought it was sweet. Right. Uh, and it's debatable. People debate whether it's sweet or sour. <laughs> but it's the only place I've ever seen anything like it. Uh, you know, uh, but they're called sea grapes, and they look just like grapes, uh, but but they're not on like a grape type, you know, wine thing. Right. Um. Tropical fruit, of course, you know, you're in the tropics and every type of tropical fruit you can think of. I, I love the avocados down there. Uh, enjoy that, that type of food. Uh, basic food is curry, chicken, or beef, ribs, uh, would you believe, macaroni and cheese, uh, Italian, Italian type, uh, you know, red sauce, spaghetti. Uh, you know, uh, boiled fish and rice and peas uh, was my favorite. It's more native and uh, it's, you know, different uh, than you can get in most places. Uh, potato salad and, uh, uh, you know, veggies, of course. Uh, what do they do for dessert? They have a frozen yogurt or ice cream. Now, it's delicious. Both of them, frozen yogurt and, and the ice cream, are, are awesome. And they come in different flavors. Uh, you know, if, if you want to, if you're down there to gain some weight, uh, there's no, <laughs> you could, they have, uh, as far as cake is concerned, they have a cuisine uh, where uh, the cake uh, is made into like little cupcakes. So every type of cake in a cupcake form. So it's not slices, it's not like a big giant cake sliced. Uh, 
they have a cupcake for this, a cupcake for that. Yeah. You know, it's uh, really, uh, you almost have to try each one. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and just, uh, you know, don't eat before you go down there. And when you come back, of course, you're going to not have to eat for a couple of days. <laughs> So food is very, very good. And Peter, let me just interrupt real quick. Uh, this is the one spot that I have actually been to that you have discussed. Uh, yeah, when I graduated high school, uh, that was my senior trip. We all went to the U.S. Virgin Islands. And I must admit, talk about Maggins Bay in St. Thomas. That place blew me away. What is your experience with I be, it's M A A G E N S. I'm calling it Maggins Bay. Right. <coughs> yeah, very nice. Very exciting. Uh, what did you do there? We went swimming, but you could see the goldfish, the fish swimming. The water was so clear, you could see your feet. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then we saw Bluebeard's Castle, which was interesting. And, yeah, cool. And uh, one problem I had with the U.S. Virgin Islands, I thought Martinique was very boring. They had the rainforest, I think. I thought St. Croix was boring, and I thought St. John's was boring. I thought St. Thomas uh, was the by far the best spot. What's your opinion? Oh, we, we agree on that. Exactly. That's what I said early on. How about uh, Fort Christian? Did you get to Fort Christian? Yes, we did. But I just thought that St. Thomas was so far beyond uh, better than the other island. Oh, it has. It has. Yeah, it's a, a thousand times better. Yeah, has, exactly. the, the others there, you know, St. Croix only has a golf course and uh, one road going through. You know, St. John, you know, is, is uh, something else. Um, no, no, absolutely right. The, the place is St. Thomas, is, is the major place to go. But Fort Christian, uh, it's a museum, and it, it covers uh, a, a few acres, and that's something that they shouldn't miss when they go there. Uh, I I don't know what is going on with that. With that, someone's trying to get through. I'm sorry oh, if you okay. hear a clicking. Uh, got people calling me all the time. Uh, when um, when uh, the uh, uh, the building was built, and there's no no one's talking about it. That building, uh, you know, you know, I'm into architecture. I, I went to Princeton for architecture. The uh, that building is a Moors building. Uh, you, you know, the Moors from North Africa. It's designed. It's the window shapes have a point at the top, and the way they come down with a curve, and then they and then they drop, just like the Moors buildings you see in South Spain and you see in Africa. Uh, Nobody talks about that. How it ever got that way? Yeah. You know, this is supposed to be a European-owned uh, uh, property uh, for the past four or five hundred years. Uh, America owned now, but what happened back in the 15th century right. when, when the building was built? Uh, I mean, did they just bring a bunch of uh, Moors artisans in there and say, "Go ahead, build us a, build us a castle"? Uh, it's a Beautiful uh, red stucco, and uh, and then there's uh, like a gold stones that surround the windows and and the corners of the building, and and the, the uh, tops of the roofs and stuff. Uh, so of course a flat roof, 
Uh, I mean, it's, uh, you, you have to see it. It, it, is, it is absolutely a gorgeous building and a place that I recommend, you know, spending uh, at least a half a day. Uh, you, could, you could spend a whole day uh, with, with uh, it has the history of St. Thomas in it. Uh, it, it has uh, everything, but it's, just, it's ironic that it has a history of St. Thomas, but it doesn't tell you how this building ended up looking like a Moorish building. Most people just, just say, oh, look, that's an interesting piece of architecture. <laughs> but, but, but the design, to me, it jumps out. Uh, it's from Africa. Um, so they, they probably had African artists and just said, hey, build And that's what it, what it ends up. But I, I'm just guessing on that. I'm just... I have no, no, no idea on that one. Uh, the uh, the beach, the beach was nice. Uh, did, did you get in? The, uh, you did. You said you got on the beach and what have you. And uh, you know, um, there was no gambling when you went there. No. No, no. They, they just started that about three years ago. Uh, but I, I go there often because it's so cheap and it, it's uh, so easy, and the people speak English. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 really a uh, you know. I'll tell you what, Peter. Let's let's touch on the people. I had the most wonderful experience in my life. We got off our cruise ship into the island, and some guy who I've we've never seen in our lives. His name was Earl. He ended up for like fifty dollars American, taking us for an all day tour of the island, and we offered us dinner at his house. Wow. We're looking. We're thinking that he's going to kill us, and he ended up staying with us all day and took us to all the major points of the island, and it ended up being a great experience. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, if, if it was, uh, you know, uh, Jamaica. You're uh, right. That's he, a different story. You're right. <laughs> you had, had to in your pocket every five minutes. <laughs> You're right. In Jamaica, I, I uh, gave a guy a ride. Uh, he was hitchhiking, and he wanted to get paid to get out of the car. <laughs> I'm not kidding. True story. And it's funny because when we landed in Jamaica on that trip, uh, some guy threw a woman who was behind me onto a uh, onto a horse, took a photo, and wanted me to pay him ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's there. There are something. They, yeah, that's crazy. Jamaica was crazy. No, no, St. Thomas is very friendly, very friendly. I felt very comfortable there at night. Uh, any time, every time I go there, I, I just I feel like I'm at home in a tropical area. And it's uh, I probably have spent a lot of time, uh, probably more on that island than any of the other ones. Even though I've been all through the Caribbean, uh, just because it's so easy and the people are so friendly. Right. People are very, very friendly. But. Uh, yeah, the, uh, some people say stay on the east side. Some people say stay on the west side, uh, central, you know. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, each time you should go and stay different areas, and you should at least look at the different areas and make, see what what hits your taste, you know, what, what, what satisfies you. Of course, it depends on whether you're alone, whether you're with a, a very nice woman, or whether you're with a family, uh, where, you know, what area you want to stay. That's that's pretty much. And what is your favorite thing to do? Because you're down there all the time. What's your favorite thing to do in the U.S. Virgin Islands? Um, I like. Uh, I'm a scuba diver. Oh, okay. It's local person, 
uh, and I, I, of course, I like to go out in the reeds. It's something you can't do in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I just, I just enjoy. I, I'm not a uh, lay on the beach uh, person. Uh, I've, I've always kept away from that. That's why my skin and and uh, complexion looks so good, even at my age, because yeah. I, I never burnt my skin. Uh, the, uh, I did once when I was 12 years old. Uh, we were fishing. I'll city, but uh, yeah. I just I'd never get in the sun again <laughs> because. <laughs> but but you still can't keep out of the sun. I mean, you know, you're you're, uh, you're flying back and forth. Uh, of course, I I love the museums, but once you've seen them, you've seen them. You know, right. That's true. You know, you don't want to do it again. I like the market because I, I enjoy the people and interacting with the people, and I I like the tropical fruit. I just enjoy you know eating all that beautiful tropical fruit. Um, the ice cream. I like I like frozen yogurt. And I like the so uh, you know there's uh, there's enough variety there to keep me coming back and uh, to keep me enjoying it. Uh, I'm I'm going down with a lovely lady tomorrow morning uh, at eight o'clock flight. So uh, I don't know. I, I think we'll get out of the hotel. Well, I want to congratulate you, Peter DeFeo, my friend. I want to congratulate you. You had another listener increase. Uh, dramatic last week. So let's promote yourself. Tell the folks how to get a hold of you. I know you're an artist. We can draw you some uh, portraits or paint you some portraits. Uh, tell them how to do that. I can't do any more of those uh, this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so many people have contacted me. <laughs> In fact, I am I am so buried right now. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, uh, I, I, I just go on the Internet, put my name in. And it'll crop right up, Peter DeFeo, uh, mobster, blah, blah, blah. Now, I was in a, I've been in a lot of mob movies, <laughs> and, and I, I've been in, uh, you know, Sopranos, uh, American Gangster, uh, you know, you name it, just about every mob movie. They love to have me in there because of this gangster name of uh, and my gangster look, I guess. Well, I also play a judge and, and a priest, but... Uh, I asked people, I don't understand how they could do that. And somebody said, well, what's the difference? But uh, the uh, I, uh, uh, we're coming out with a movie called Sleeping with the Fishes. Okay. And uh, I, I star in that. I'm one of, There's two stars, me and Tony Devin. And, uh, you know, it, uh, you know it, it should be interesting to see that, how that hits. I don't know if Netflix negotiating who's going to buy it from this uh you know, uh, we have a lot of money, you know, tied up in that movie. Right. And we're also coming up uh, with another movie, uh, which was Mickey Rooney's last movie. And he made it when he was like 89 years old. He was our agent. And I play an Indian, American Indian. Uh, actually, I, I play a South Philly Italian playing American Indian, which is perfect. <laughs> and uh, and, my, uh, and Tony Devin plays uh, the cowboy. And uh, that that uh, is also going to be coming out shortly. But you, you know, you could just put my name in on the internet, and you, you can see my artwork, Peter Dow's artwork. Uh, you know, uh, you can see my acting. You can see some of the roles I've been in. Uh, you know, YouTube. Uh, but I, I'm not going to give my information out right now. How to contact me because just too many people are calling all the time. Yeah, but your show your show is taking off, Peter. People are. People are loving Peter DeFeo. We had a dramatic increase in listeners again this week. So thank you, Peter. Well, they must know I love them. Yes. <laughs> I, I do love people, especially children. I, I, 
I have a, a great granddaughter, uh, and uh, actually a great great granddaughter. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, you know I I, I do love uh, uh, you know being uh, where I am and, and uh, uh, you know having these all these children. Well, very good guy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take off. All right. It was nice talking to you. Uh, I wish you luck with the show. Thank you, Peter. Thanks again. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, take it easy. Bye-bye. That was our world traveler, Peter DeFeo. Uh, he has been in the Sopranos. He's, he's a modest, humble guy. He was in The Sopranos. He was in American Gangster. Uh, he's an actor uh, with over 150 movies to his credit. All right, let's give a couple more facts, and then we're going to end the show. 106,000 was the population in the U.S. Virgin Islands back in 2010. Charlotte Amelie, I think I'm saying that right. Our listeners will let me know, is the capital. Uh, the United States took over in 1917. Some people refer to the people in the Virgin Islands as Virgin Islanders. Uh, Hurricane Hugo, obviously that is hurricane territory. Hurricane Hugo did a lot of damage in 1989, and Hurricane Maryland did uh, some damage in 1995. They have a tropical climate. The international calls start with the numbers 1340. The average lifespan in the U.S. Virgin Islands as of 2017 is 79 years old. They have tons of mongoose in the islands. I heard the mongoose were brought over there uh, to kill rats, and now the the islands have a mongoose issue uh, because the mongoose uh, sort of multiplied. The first bank of the U.S. Virgin Islands have six locations. 340 is the telephone area code. Uh, Atlantic Standard Time is their uh, time zone. St. Croix is rich with artists. Uh, the drinking age. I know a lot of people tell me, Kevin, you're giving all these facts, but I really care about what the drinking age is. Drinking age in the U.S. Virgin Islands is only 18. Uh, the University of Virgin Islands is the college that you would go to. Uh, the, let's see. Let's end it. Synagogue. Uh, St. Thomas has the second largest synagogue in the entire Western Hemisphere. Uh, there's an underwater national park off the coast of St. John. So I want to thank our listeners. We had another dramatic increase this past week. I want to thank you for being loyal to the show. I especially want to thank our great listeners in India. Uh, there's multiple, uh, there's a lot of people in India listening to the show. Uh, they're listening to our archives, which I like. So when you look up Learn About World Cuisine podcast on Google, I want you all to listen to the archives. We have some great shows. We have covered Italy. We have covered Sicily. We covered Greece. We covered the French Polynesian Islands. We even covered Bora Bora, uh, which is an island that would cost you $10,000 a day just to visit. And that was covered. Peter was there. Uh, he gave you his real-life experience. Don't forget about our other show, Dining on a Dime. Dining on a Dime. Uh, is the other podcast. We teach people where to eat out well on a low budget. We also show you uh, budget tips. We have a fantastic episode 
with the 196flavors.com website, which is a home cooking website with cuisines from all around the world. Uh, that is on all podcast platforms. Our podcast and the Dining on a Dime podcast are located on all podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. You can simply go up to your Alexa player and say, Alexa, play Dining on a Dime. Alexa, play Learn About World Cuisine. And they will play our show. Our listeners have told us via email, diningonadime at yahoo.com is our email. Our listeners have let us know that you enjoy the shorter shows. You like the 30-minute shows. You like the 40-minute shows. So we are running into the 37th minute, and I want to thank everyone next week. Uh, be sure to look out. The shows are posted every Friday. Uh, once again, I want to thank our great listeners. Another dramatic increase in listeners to the show this past week. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week.